Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hannigan in studio, and we have some very important people on the line with us. Uh, first of all, we're going to have Rick Martin, who, by the way, is a Pulitzer Prize-winning photographer specializing in the outdoors, and uh, he's done a couple of books on fishing with a lot of pictures in them. Rick? Hey, John. Thanks for uh, letting me join you guys today. You betcha. Well, actually, we also have Eduardo on the line with us, and he is the general manager of the only five-star resort uh, between Cabo San Lucas and San Diego, I believe, in the beautiful old town of La Paz. So we're going to be coming right back with Eduardo. Thank you, Eduardo, for checking in with us this morning. Hey, thank you, John. Glad nice to hear you. Thank you for having me. You betcha. Well, we're going we're to get back with you and spend some time with you in just a couple of minutes. But sure. uh, right now, um, we have also, we're going to have um, Adam from control.ctr.me, which is a website, and they manufacture remote-controlled controlled drones used for taking pictures, and I'm sure that... Uh, um, that Rick is going to have some questions, and we'll also have uh, someone that specializes in action cameras, and that's Russell Latimer, and we're going to line them up, and Rick, together, I think we've got the dream team. But uh, right right now, we're going to go to a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to be starting off with Eduardo, and give us an idea why everybody should be going to La Paz this time of the year. And then when you're down there, you might want to take some pictures because it is a beautiful location with a lot of scenery, you know, ecotourism, and, of course, the fishing and the resort itself is world class. So we appreciate you tuning in, and we're going to be back with you um, in in just about three minutes. But make sure that you, if you did not um, hear the program, you can always go to webtalkradio.com and listen to this and all of those with all of us here today. So we'll be right back with you with Fish Talk Radio. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass, and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040, 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-FISHRAP. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and I'm so looking forward today. This is going to be so exciting. We have some a great lineup of guests. Primarily, we're going to be talking about capturing fish without harming them. Right now, we're going to start off by taking a trip down to the City of Peace, the capital of Baja, California, Sur, and the, the finest, only five-star hotel in La Paz, which is the Grand Heritage at the Marina Costa Baja. Eduardo, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Hi, John. How are you? Oh, it just keeps getting better, but still wouldn't mind being down there. So, uh, uh, the, the, the world is amazing, so we are waiting to all the people to, to visit La Paz. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, uh, just, let's just mention real quickly, because you and I talked about transportation, and it's difficult because... Um, you know, Cabo San Lucas, uh, uh, San Jose del Cabo Airport, is huge, and they got flights coming in probably every 15 minutes. Where La Paz, it's so easy to fly into, but it's difficult because the airlines keep coming and going. And you mentioned that there's another airline that's about ready to fly in, hopefully. But I would say don't worry about it because there's a, a you can fly into the SJD Airport. And if you talk to Eduardo beforehand, he may even be able to arrange to pick you up and bring you to the hotel and take you back. That is correct. That is correct. The, 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 the first time to, to arrive in Los Cabos, and we will do the pickup to our, all our guests if you mm-hmm. stay more than five nights. Mm-hmm. So it is an, a comfortable transportation. Uh, we have an, an, a special agreement with a, with a local transportation, and we have a like, luxury transportation, too, to provide it to all our guests. Mm-hmm. So and it, it's easy to arrive. It's right. just an hour, 45 minutes. That right. we, we have a new roads uh, with a beautiful scenario that 
you can you can have a, a very good experience arriving to La Paz. Well, not only that, just the ride up there is uh, is is a is a trip uh, in itself. It's beautiful country, and you get to see it a little bit more by doing it that way instead of flying into the airport. It, it is correct. It is correct. So. It's, it's easy, and if if you have a very good experience, if you like to drive, you can do. Uh, we have an a special deals with uh, different rental cars, and and you can pick up mm-hmm. and, a, and a, with a special rate that we have, and a, the the other the, the, the roads, no, mm-hmm. different uh, units for for rent. Oh yeah, no, that's easy. But why would you want to leave the hotel? But, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. And Rick, have you been there? Uh, I have not been to his hotel, but I have been there. But my question is: Okay, I, you get me there, and it's a great place. And why would you want to leave the hotel? The only reason I can think of is to go fishing. Yeah. So, tell me what's going on right now as far as fishing. Well, for right now, for fishing, we have the rooster fish. That is one of the species that you used to find it here. And in a couple of months, a couple of weeks, we will have. The La Paz tournament, the Gold Cup tournament, that's the blue and black marlin that it is it's done here in La Paz. It's the second largest tournament that we have in the state. So this is the the, the best way to arrive. This is a, a very good excuse to to take the next flight and um, came to La Paz. There you go, and and then of course, as Rick knows. It, uh, it's right on the Sea of Cortez, which uh, Jacques Cousteau called the aquarium to the world for good reason. And I don't know if this, because the, the wildlife is so bountiful. And I suppose that the, the mating of the mantas is already finished up, but I'm still imagining you see some of those out there jumping out of the water. And then, you know, you get to see orcas and, and uh, um, dorado jumping, marlin jumping. It's, it's a great place to go especially if you want to capture it um, either in video or still pictures. So that when, you go, when you do go to the hotel, uh, we're going to be talking a bit more in the program about that and some reasons why you want to take a camera with you, and maybe Rick will give it's us some ideas on how to do it. Yeah, sure, because we have an, 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 a marina right in front of the hotel, so we have a 250 slips, so you don't have to pick up, you have different transportation all the amenities that the hotel provides to the to the to the fishermen people it's it's easy no so when you are coming to la paz and use the costa baja resort and spa hotel so it's it's a very good uh, uh, facilities for all the fishermen people no one less thing to be concerned about you just walk outside and go fishing that's great oh yeah just lay down at the beach and and, and again, uh, I don't want to scare people away by telling them it's a five-star resort because it certainly is. But if you're thinking of the price of a five-star resort in any other beach town anywhere in the world, you're going to be pleasantly surprised at what uh, Eduardo has to offer you at the price that he does. Exactly. Uh, and you can visit the, 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 our website or the website of uh, fishtalk.com. Okay. And they have an, we have an special rate for everyone. And... and you have to know that we have the transportation included from Los Cabos. That that, that is an, uh, right. an additional an additional attraction, no? Right. And if anybody has any questions, uh, just ask me, and I can help you guide you the right way. And far and away, the the nicest place to stay is just right north of La Paz, um, right on the beach, and 
very, actually, it's a little bit north, so it's a little bit closer to the fishing grounds. But if somebody wants to get in touch, you know, they can do it. If you just type in a couple of things, either Costa Baja Resort or Grand Heritage uh, on the website, and they're all over the place. And you got to go down there, check out their websites, and, and see how beautiful it is. Uh, well, it, you know, one thing that just occurs to me, I often go places and, and my wife doesn't fish. But yeah, there you go. She needs a nice place to stay. She well, needs, Rick, she I, needs that, yeah, that cold beverage on the beach. And, I, yep. Rick, I think we can fix you up with that. But uh, we appreciate that. Eduardo, thank you very much. I know you're busy down there running a, a resort, so we'll let you go. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation, man. Thank you, my Have friend. Have a great Okay, bye-bye. we'll talk to you soon, I hope. Bye-bye. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Rick, it, it definitely is what uh, one of the most beautiful places you can to, to pick up pictures. We should have another call. Okay. And then, um, anyway, Rick, uh, we're going to move up to, uh, I think, Lake Comanchia here and uh, get a quick report from them. And then we're going to be coming back and hopefully getting some tips from you about how to take proper pictures, and, of course, we've got some other experts on the line. Right now, we have a report coming in on the line with us, and that is uh, Kindle on the line with us. Kindle, thanks for joining us on uh, Fish Talk Radio. Give us an idea of where you are and what's happening there. Hi, uh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, at Lake Comanche, which is just about 45 minutes out of uh, Sacramento or Stockton, up off Highway 88 heading towards the gold country, the Jackson area, and uh, we have about 52 miles shoreline when we're full. We're a little bit low, but we still have a nice big main body of lake, and uh, we're still doing good. Well, it, it is a beautiful place to go, that's for sure. And, the, of course, if somebody wants to go up there, or even if uh, Rick lives pretty close by there, so if you decide to do a weekend trip and you don't even have to take a boat or just kind of show up, and Kindle has everything you need, right? Yes, we have boat rentals, we have uh, patio boats, we have fishing boats, we have uh, uh, kayaks, we have uh, some paddle boards, and we have, uh, uh, we actually have a new uh, party barge, which will hold up to 20 people. Wow, that sounds yeah. fun. And, and there is still fish in the water. There is definitely fish in the water. They've been catching fish uh, 40 feet deep. They, you know, as summertime, they go deeper, but they're still catching trout and some bass mm-hmm. and catfish. Great. Well, if you happen to be cruising around this summer uh, along the West Coast, I would definitely recommend you stop in there. It's uh, spend a couple of days or a week. Yeah, we have camping, cottages, dry camping, uh, beautiful cottages that have got remodeled. So we got, we got a place for you if you come. Okay, we appreciate that, and of course you're easy to find, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Just go to our uh, www.comancherecreation.com or to uh, 1-800-763, excuse me, uh, 866-763-5121 for toll-free reservations or 209-763-5121 for reservations. And you can go to Lake Comanche uh, on our face, go to Facebook, Lake Comanche, and get all of our current information. Okay, that sounds fantastic. We appreciate you doing that. Okay, and thanks for having me. And then you can also make sure you visit us at uh, fishtalkradio.com and go go to our Facebook at uh, Fish Talk Radio. You can always listen to any show that you want to, uh, anytime that you want to. We're going to be right back with the Pulitzer Prize winning 
Rick Martin. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike, I think we need some more cowbell. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back -back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean modern boats with professional friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have a lineup of some outstanding guests uh, that are just waiting to give us some great information. The, um, first of all, we have the pleasure of Rick Martin, who is actually a Pulitzer Prize-winning photographer. Uh, and he's, you know, he's a, known him for many years, great guy and a great photographer, yeah, a lot of background, but his passion is fishing, and probably taking pictures of fish is one of the things he does real, real well. So maybe we'll get some tips from Rick on how to do that. And then we also have Adam, which has uh, um, this, he does something that uh, is really on the cutting edge right now, 
and that is um, the remote-controlled uh, drones. So let's go ahead and uh, start with Adam real quick. And why don't you give us a quick idea, you know, what you do and what you have, and then we're going to let uh, Rick introduce himself. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks for having us, John. We really appreciate it. Um, what we do here at Control Me Robotics in Venice Beach is uh, we, we make a lot of custom drones for the film industry, and we really look to, you know, make any camera fly. So we do a lot of custom solutions. We cut our own carbon fiber. We do a lot of 3D printing and uh, really any, anything it takes for aerial cinematography, whether it's still photography or video itself. And, well, we're going to cover that a little bit more in just a minute. And then, uh, Rick, give us an idea about your career. Well, uh, my background is as a, as a photojournalist. I worked at the San Jose Mercury News for, well, pushing 20 years and and uh, was able to be part of a team that uh, covered the 89 Loma Prieta earthquake, which which we won a Pulitzer Prize. So um, that was, that was a, a highlight. Um, but over the years, just just the variety that that job afforded me, and including the outdoors. We had a good outdoor section, and, and so we were able to uh, uh, do a lot of stories that were related to California and the outdoors. And then uh, I love fly fishing and uh, was able to partner with, uh, with one of the Mercury News staffers, and, and we produced a few books on fly fishing that we published ourselves, uh, and they're fairly known well-known in the fly fishing industry. Um, I also enjoy hunting, upland bird hunting and, and, and other things. Um, so my outdoor experience is, is somewhat well-rounded, but mm -hmm. I, it's just, you know, I love and, it. And, uh, you know, while we're on promotion here, Rick, you've got something else going on, too, we should know about, don't you? Uh, something uh, else I sh we should know about. Yes, you're, uh, you've, got, uh, you've got a new publication or page that... Well, I don't have anything real like an announcement for you, John. Okay. Uh, uh, the latest book that, that uh, I've been involved with was Fly Fishing the Sierra Nevada. Mm -hmm. um, uh, basically a where-to right. book that covers chapter by chapter the Sierra Perfect. Nevada in California. Perfect. And uh, so you can Google that and find it. There you go. And, you know, what uh, we have joining the party now, we're going to have a great time. Uh, the, 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 uh, the, I guess the fourth leg of this conversation as we have Russell Latimer uh, from Eye of Mind. So let's go ahead and bring Russell on. Russell, are you there? I'm here. And we've been introducing ourselves. Uh, we've got Adam that, is, uh, that, re that manufactures uh, remote-controlled drones. We have a, a, a premier outdoor photographer. And now we have Russell that can give us some idea about some of the equipment that he's putting together. Well, we uh, our specialty is action cameras. We started out with GoPros, and we've uh, expanded on to high-definition video sunglasses. And uh, recently we added a new little camera that literally is the size of a key fob that um, um, is only $70, and it's as good as a GoPro Silver. It's, it's amazing. So we basically go where the action is, and now the actions are kind of going towards the drones, so we're starting to concentrate our efforts on mm -hmm. that. We've got a few products out for that now. Okay. Well, Rick, you know what? Maybe I'll just kind of turn this over to you because you have a lot of questions because, you know, staying on the cutting edge, uh, you know, these are the people to be talking to. Yeah, and it, it, my, my curiosity lies for, for most of the people out there that want to jump into this. Uh, where do you start? Because 
it can be overwhelming. Um, and, and just doing the research can be overwhelming. So, so if you were just to jump in, um, how would one do that? Go out and buy a GoPro? How would, how would you hunt down a, a drone that's appropriate to, to, to kind of get into that, okay. that level? Well, let's, and, let's let Russell answer that one, and then we'd like to have Adam also. Well, it basically changes weekly now. Uh, it started out with the big, the big guy. Well, I, there's a whole bunch of different levels. The level I'm going to talk about is the more uh, entry level, or step above entry level, which is called the DJI, DJI Phantom. And that's kind of the one that just kind of made everything just explode And uh, because it was so reasonable. Up till then, they were four or $5,000, and this thing came on the market at, well, I think it was $600, uh, which is the one I still have. And it's called the DJI uh, Phantom. And um, what then, a year or so after that, which is about now, all the clones are starting to come in at cheaper prices, and, and from what I can tell, it seems to be as good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is changing very fast, even for the people that are into it. it it's hard to keep up, so mm-hmm. I, I can understand your frustration. It's, it's one of those you know, things that whenever you've got a brand new market and, and there people, you go. people see money, then you know, everybody gets involved in it. Well, so. speaking of money, uh, there are some out there that I've seen that are basically toys. But what we're talking about with you, uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun, but this is equipment that you're building. And then, of course, even probably even more, as at least as expensive as the drone, is the equipment, the remote uh, uh, control gimbal and the remote-controlled cameras that you use on that. So if you put a package together, that's a that's that's a real tool. That's something that Rick would probably be interested in. I'm sure. Uh, what kind of a price range would that be? Well, um, putting a camera on a drone really isn't going to get you what you want because drones inherently, like like helicopters, have a vibration to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, even when you're moving left or right, up and down, the camera is also doing that. Well, you don't want that. You want a nice, silky, smooth. And the stuff you're seeing on YouTube is all done with what's called a gimbal. And there's different varieties of those, but the, the latest ones, which are the best, are called three-axis gimbals. And they can, basically, they just absorb movement in, in, in three different axes. So as your, your quadcopter or multicopter is, is moving with wind and all that, this gimbal, literally, as fast as, it, uh, as the copter is moving, this thing is, is keeping the camera rock steady. Now, that all comes at a cost. So I would say a, a GoPro camera, uh, a gimbal, and a quad uh, and, a, and a, a drone, probably $1,200 for a good package. Wow. And after that, there really isn't any additional other than more batteries. Yeah. Well, and, of course, we, talk, we talked about, uh, you know, being uh, waterproof and water-resistant. We're talking about that. But, uh, you know, we can mention this to Rick, and he's all excited. He goes, yeah, you could be. No, this is, a, this is pretty yeah. impressive uh, yeah. to, to, to achieve the kind of things you're talking about at that price. When you think about production helicopters shooting movies or TV uh, news helicopters and and the the gyros and and things that they need to equip those helicopters to shoot video, I mean the expense is just incredible. And here you're doing it for twelve hundred bucks. Well, the price of yeah. a good camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. something that's come from left field, and I really don't understand all the all the hoopla, and that is the FAA. For some reason, they're just all up in arms with these little little things. And um, from what I understand, I have a friend who's really into this because he, he's in Hollywood and he does drones in Hollywood, and it's, it's his business. And um, basically, FAA controls everything above 400 feet. Well, 400 feet is a long ways up. That's you know, that's longer than a vertical football field. So 
But now I just heard that they're now cutting down on real estate agents where they can't, they're, they're frowning upon them using it for commercial purposes. Hmm. For some reason, the, the word commercial, uh, the FAA is just like, oh, no, no. I, I think it's because they've got something in the works and they want to draw draw out rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, things are happening really fast. Well, that's got the government kind of all a fluster, too. And um, so this, it's yet to be seen what's going to happen. But according to what I've heard, if you're 400 feet or lower, that's considered um, free space, free space mm-hmm. other than if you're close to an airport or right. military base or something right. like that. Right. Or realistically, how often do you want to go above 400 feet? Yeah, I mean, you really can't even see it if it's that high up, uh, especially if you've got a GoPro or a similar camera. They're so wide that right. you don't have to go very far or high to get the shot you want. Mm-hmm. Well, right, and, you know, with, with things like GoPro, uh, even the GoPro software it's pretty easy to edit, and, you know, the average person can jump in with a GoPro and, and edit their own video with that software. So it's not that tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like the days of having to learn Final Cut Pro years right. ago, and that was really tough. Right. Uh, Russell, uh, let's go ahead and let you uh, give us an idea about uh, the same question about entry level and how do we get into this and what you need. And I know that you are a GoPro dealer, but you're way beyond that. So why don't you give us a bit of an idea about what it is that you do, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to spend the next uh, period how to use this stuff. So go ahead, Russell. Well, the action cameras right now are kind of an interesting thing. Uh, GoPros have 97% of the market. So a lot of people who are getting into this really don't know anything about any other cameras and don't care. They just know that what they've seen on YouTube is the best. So that's why, kind of why I kind of just talk about GoPros, because that's kind of what everybody else wants to talk about. But uh, there's other, other cameras, other price points, like I mentioned, that little tiny camera. It's called the Mobius Action Cam. And I, this thing is just absolutely amazing for $70. That's something that could be on, put on an even uh, smaller mm-hmm. uh, a drone. Now, you've got to keep in mind that the smaller something is or lighter something is, the more susceptible it is to wind. Right. Even though you may have a, a gimbal on it, it's right. still this thing okay. could, be, could be pushed around. Perfect. Now, there's one new product we're almost ready to um, launch, and it's kind of ironic that this um, the show R- came along. Well, Russell, we're going to have to hold that over for the next one. So, okay. So hold that thought. We are going to take a, just a, a three-minute break, and we're going to come back with that and much, much more as try and get in as much as we can. So you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Please visit us at fishtalkradio.com and go to our Facebook. I'm John Hennigan, host of Fish Talk Radio. This is Common Sense Conservation, brought to you by Santa Monica Seafood. We have Bob Wade from Santa Monica Seafood. Bob, what do we have going today? The question on the table is about the life cycle and the return of how salmon, with their indigenous blueprint on their brain, perform a great value for us in the dining world to have a consistent, sustainable resource. As we know, salmon are produced in fresh water. 
small amount of time in rivers. They migrate out to the ocean, and they spend anywhere between three and five years in an environment in the ocean, living, breathing, until Mother Nature rings an intrinsic bell in their head to return to their river of birth. Very interesting opportunity. And the more that we can return to the ocean on birth, obviously through water, making sure rivers have plenty, impediments like hydro impingements, dams, is going to allow more to return to the nature that they were born and raised in. We harvest these animals as they return to finish the life cycle in a saltwater environment. They'll return to a freshwater environment, complete life cycle with a long, endurance migration back up through freshwater to breed and then perish. But even with their perishing, they will supply into the back into the life cycle of our river systems that will supply animal life, protein life to sustain the river systems that we've become so used to enjoying. Santa Monica Seafoods works for sustainable fisheries. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! You can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and wow, am I having fun. Uh, That's what a great thing about doing this show is I get to learn so much every week, and today in particular, we're learning all about how to capture fish without hurting them. We have a... um, uh, world-class Pulitzer Prize-winning photographer. We have uh, manufacturers that are doing state-of-the-edge technology in uh, action cameras and drones. So why don't we let um, Russell kind of finish up a little bit uh, about uh, I Have Mine Action Camera. What I was going to mention was we have a new product. It's not quite out, but out yet, but very soon, and that's going to be a GoPro video out uh, camera specifically for quadcopters, meaning that because I've been getting more and more requests for, for uh, people wanting to use uh, drones uh, over water for uh, fishing and uh, outdoor environment, and they've got to be protected so that in case something happens, a battery goes dead or something happens, that, that the camera's protected. So we, we're designing a... Um, it looks just like a regular GoPro in the underwater housing, but we've got a video cable coming right out, and it's going to plug directly into the common um, drone electronics. And hmm. so we think that's going to be pretty big. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of people, more and more people. In fact, I've just been watching videos from Baja where they're actually shooting and uh, uh, trailers and stuff, uh, 
of uh, tournaments coming soon, and they've got drone footage. There you go. Hey, I'm uh, seeing that happening down there. Well, uh, Rick and uh, Adam, you know, Russell and I are talking about going down there, and Adam, of course, is talking about going down there. So let's go down there and try this stuff out. Well, I want to make one comment, and that, and I can only speak for myself, but I have had the hardest time learning how to, how to fly a drone. Um, I'm very good at RC cars, boats, but when I, as soon as I got in the sky, it's you real, almost have to relearn things. And uh, it may not, maybe it's just me, but I almost found that having RC experience on the land a detriment because, hmm. like, uh, if you drive in a car and you 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 get in a bind and you right. you put on the brake, well, yeah. you can't do that in the air. Right. <laughs> you gotta come crashing <laughs> crashing down. Right. Um, but uh, well, the other the other thing is is with the. Um, you know what's the, the the electronics that's built into the drones with the uh, take me home and you know and when you let go of the controls they just stop where they're at uh, a little bit of practice it shouldn't be too difficult so let's uh, that you know that that's certainly an issue but uh, you know why don't we just take a quick break right now before we uh, pass them by Rick can you give us a couple of tips on taking a picture of a a trophy fish that you want to commemorate uh, sure mm-hmm. yes. Um, and I think this is important for a lot of folks, whether you're shooting video or stills. Uh, you catch that special fish, you're in a great location, and you want something to remember that situation by. So uh, a lot of people, they don't think it through. They just, they're panicked and they're, they're, they're in a rush. And, and if you have a plan going into it, it, it takes the stress away. So here's a number of things you can do. Uh, one... If you have control of the fish, leave the fish in the water while you're preparing. And then what you can do to prepare is move that hat back a little bit that's blocking your face. Maybe take off your sunglasses. Um, look at the, Have the photographer look at the background. You don't want a pole or a tree growing out of their head. Um, perhaps even switch the direction. Have them turn around and, and have a different background. Um, and then... Prepare yourself, get control of the fish, put your fingers behind the fish, your hands behind the fish, and cup it with your fingers going around the top and the bottom of the fish, and then gently lift the fish out of the water. Uh, It's a good idea sometimes to wet your hands before you touch the fish. That way it doesn't damage that protective coating that the fish have. And then... And then the pressure is off. All you got to do, you're ready. You make the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the background's busy, so how do you clean up the background? Bend your knees, go down a little bit, and that background drops behind the scene a little more. Or uh, on the other end, you, you might get a little bit above the person and shoot down on them. It's just a question of, of what's appropriate for the situation. And if you think those th- things through before you make that photo, um, it takes the pressure off, and, you you know, you've got this live fish that you care about that you want to release. Um, it, it takes that all away. And that's, then you have something you can remember. There you go. Now, that's that's great advice. It is most of us, when you catch a big fish, you're so excited you you lose track of these things. So p- keep that in mind before you take it out of the water. So that's that's very exciting. And then we're talking about some of the, the, the ways that we can use these drones. Of course, uh, We've been working with Adam to try and figure out a way to, to take it to Baja and launch it from a boat and bring it back to the boat. Uh, if you're on if you're on a, a meadow taking a stream, that's not difficult. But when you're on a boat that's not where it was when you launched it, <laughs> that could be a little more difficult. But I understand you're working on that. Absolutely, we're uh, we're working on some custom frames that uh, not only 
land on top of water, but something that will actually penetrate the water. So uh, there's a lot of things that we have to do in terms of development with heat sinks and, you know, how the motors actually enter the water and things like that. But uh, I would say that maybe uh, in about six months we'll have uh, something that can go underwater and then come out and still uh, be in normal flight wow. mode. So the, like uh, the rotors would be propellers underwater? Yeah, they would be wow. all, the whole, the whole entire craft would be waterproof. Wow, is that exciting or what? <laughs> but uh, no, that that sounds awesome, and the that's hard to imagine. That's yeah, so awesome. Yeah, and it, and I, I mean this is this is real stuff too. So that's that's really exciting. We don't know if we should run out and buy one or wait, but I'd certainly get in touch and get something you can start practicing with for sure. And then also, um, one of the things I would like to mention that I I did get uh, from Russell, which to me. Uh, being a simpleton that I am, it's a no-brainer. And the sunglasses with a camera on them sounds kind of hokey, but, you know, and they actually kind of look kind of hokey. But, <laughs> you know, they got this little camera right in the middle between your eyes. But the, the awesome thing is, is that you can be pulling on a fish, and, and wherever your head goes, wherever you look, that's what you're taking the video of. And the um, uh, resolution is incredible. And a battery life, you can go... Uh, you know, an hour without recharging, you put that simple pack in with a 32-megabyte uh, card, and you can film for, what, six hours? Yeah, that's correct. And that's, you know, that's, that's a no-brainer. The only thing is you may have to edit some stuff out. And of course, be careful who you're with because, uh, you know, some of the things that people say on the boat you don't, you don't want to put in the video. <laughs> But uh, that that John, and, and you would again, know uh, that. Yes. You would know, that's well, you actually, know actually, the reason I said that it happened to me. So, <laughs> but no, those things are incredible. I love them. Yeah, and it gives you that true first-hand perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great for motorsports. Right. Well, all because kinds of you know, a lot of times you don't know what's going to happen and when. And if you've got a video and you have to kind of spin around and try and catch it, where all you got to do is look at it and it's there. Well, based upon what was just said about uh, waterproofing drones, I think that's a great idea because one of the issues I can see going forward and and, uh, uh, going out and fishing myself is you never know when the fish is going to jump. It can be in 10 minutes, and John knows this. You can wait a half hour before you even see it. And you just don't have that kind of a battery life in a drone, but if you have it sitting on the water waiting, and then when fish comes up, just go in the air. I think that would be a great idea. uh, I'm sure... uh, Rick can relate to this. I, I've got hundreds, if not thousands, of pictures of a splash where the fish was. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you hook a billfish, especially, yeah. that very first part of the Coming fight out. is when mm. they're active. And so if you, can, if you can get a drone out there in time and chase that fish down, um, you know, that, that might be practical. Um, I'm curious about what kind of, what kind of parameters are there for dealing with weather? What are the limitations? Well, that's, uh, if, yeah, if, uh, if it's really right. windy and, you know, kind of where, where are the limits? Yeah, there? I think that's a good question for both people. I'll just mention real briefly that it's not necessarily the weather that's going to, like, ruin things. It's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin your shot because you're going to have water on the lens. And mm-hmm. especially with a GoPro, the lens is so small that one drop of water is just going to ruin the shot. Now, the propellers may help to, to blow the, the water off, but... That, to me, would be the biggest concern is, you know, getting mm-hmm. the shot if you're in weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, Russell, do you have any comments on that as far as, um, you know, a, a, do, we, do you need to have a waterproof case when you're working around water? Are you talking to me, Russell? Yes, yeah. Um, right. 
Well, there's things you can get, you can do to get around that. There's something called Raynex, and uh, you put that on the lens, and that can help re- uh, repel the water. But uh, w- more importantly, with weather is going to be the wind. Um, mm-hmm. Just in, uh, if you've got a big drone, I mean, these drones can go all the way up to ten thousand dollars. And you know, the big ones with the DHLRs, um, you know, they can they can they have the battery life, and 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 you can add more things, and like a, a raincoat and all that. Mm-hmm. But when you got in the more entry level, that that you just can't afford the weight, because the more weight you put on, it shortens your battery life. Okay. Uh, battery life has definitely increased. I get six minutes with my Phantom 1, right. but I understand the Phantom 2s get up to 20 minutes. Right. So um, they're, they're definitely that's, improving. That's plenty of time. Well, we've only got about a minute left. Rick, do you have another question for these? Um, well, you know, we're talking about pushing the parameters of these things, and then you've got, you know, you're talking about underwater use, and, you, you know, you have corrosion with salt water versus fresh. You know, those are kind of issues you're having to deal with, but I'm curious as kind of what's next, what's you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say it. Go ahead and shoot me. The sky's the limit. Um, um, but you know, what, where where are we going with this eventually? What what is possible? Mm-hmm. You know, dream for us. There you go. Well, let's try that in about thirty seconds and see see what's what's coming up. So why don't we go ahead? Uh, um, let's go ahead and get a quick response. Uh, uh, first of all, from Adam about what he sees. He mentioned six months of stuff coming out, but I think that. We're, we're getting really close to getting out of time. I'm not sure we can cover much, but what do you see just real quickly coming up in the next year? Uh, well, I, I think, uh, you know, battery life is going to be the main thing. You know, flight time is really what we're all pushing for. Mm-hmm. Uh, station, stationary uh, charging stations is really going to be the next big thing. You'll have, uh, like, a power mat situation where you charge your right. cell phone. It'll there be the same thing, same thing for drones where you'll land on a mat and you'll Perfect. recharge. Okay. And you won't have to do a lot of, uh, you know, battery changing. That's really where we're, we're right. hurting right now. Well, if anybody wants more information, it's not that difficult. Uh, we have uh, uh, Rick. What is your website? Uh, RickyMartinPhoto.com. RickyMartinPhoto.com, and then uh, Adams is real easy because its uh, its website is was it ctrlcontrol.me. Yes, and, sir. And then uh, uh, obviously, you know, Russell's Eye of Mine Action Camera. If you have any questions, just let me know. We'll fix you up. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Thanks, guys. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at costabajaresort.com. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V-Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Boy, are we having fun. I've learned so much stuff, and we even have a, a, a professional Pulitzer Prize winning outdoor photographer, Rick Martin, and I think you've learned some things too, haven't you? Yes, in fact, um, I'm going to have to do a little poking around myself because uh, this has gotten me excited about a few things. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing about the you know the cameras, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago that uh, you still had to use film because the digital just wasn't there. But now you get this this little camera that Russell is talking about, that little uh, the sunglasses one, which is my favorite, and then the uh, the other one, the Omibus, which is basically it's lighter and it's about the same size as a key fob, and you've got stands you can put with it. You know, it runs for an extremely long time, and you just kind of put it on. It's kind of like a dash cam, but you put it on your boat so that just in case um, you landed that big one and you weren't ready for it, it, it didn't get away. You know, Russell, I have a question about about use of these cameras. Uh, the still aspect of what these cameras can do is still maybe a little limiting, but it, it's it's coming fast, and and you're going to be you know not really need a still camera at, at some point uh, because these cameras are going to be able to take care of it. Well, it depends um, on what level. What, what's your thoughts on that right if, now? If 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 you go on to the the professional level, the D, uh, DSLRs, you know you've got you you put any lens you want, and you can up do up to three pounds. You know with these big quadcopters or, or octocoppers they're using. What I find interesting when you the higher level you go up is they actually have one guy operating and one guy doing the shooting because, you know, 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to be distracted trying to figure out, you don't, am I hitting this tree? You right. know, so <laughs> I thought that was fascinating. That when yeah. I went to a, go to these shows, one guy's flying the thing around, the other guy's actually doing the panning and tilting mm-hmm. and, and composing his shot, which is, I guess, the way it should Good be. Good point. Good point. Because if you're concentrating on the picture of the ground, you didn't see the cliff you almost ran into. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a compromise. Mm-hmm. But, now, Russell, uh, I know some smartphones can, can uh, be deployed, so to speak, uh, in controlling uh, a GoPro or something like that. Uh, how practical is that? I'm sorry, you faded out. Could you... I'm not sure what... Say again? On. Yes. No, uh, repeat the question. Uh, using a smartphone... Uh, to control? Mm-hmm. To control like a GoPro or something, you know, a remote use for, uh, for a smartphone. Okay, that's where it starts getting confusing because now you have to start talking about frequencies and uh, that's where it starts to get... Uh, the whole gets really muddied because the original Phantom uh, did 2.4 gigahertz, which is exactly the same as what the GoPro uses, and so that you couldn't use your your cell phone. Well, I understand that the Phantom 2 now uses 5.8 gigahertz um, so that it doesn't interfere. So you have that where you have to do some research. But you can use your cell phone, but there's a limited range. You can only go so far with with Wi-Fi because there's no antenna on your cell phone. But it is possible if you want to play. But if you want to get serious, because I don't know, we didn't really talk about this, a, a, a entry level like the Phantom can go like a mile away. And what most people do now is they use what's called FPV, first-person uh, viewing. And that's where you put goggles on or have a little wireless monitor on your transmitter, and you can actually just look at the monitor and fly. And that way, wow. it doesn't have to be in sight. You can yeah. fly down the river and get look and see what's that's down. That's like go back reality and, you know. uh, <laughs> video, you know. It's, it's both Can worlds excited? at the same time. <laughs> that, well, that just, that right. just conjures okay. up all, all right. kinds of things. Well, yeah. uh, again, now we really have come, I think, uh, to the end of the program. So let's just kind of wrap it up real quickly. Fascinating stuff. And I think that we haven't told everybody everything they need to know, but at least we got them thinking about some of the possibilities. So we appreciate that, Rick. Uh, and uh, also Russell and Adam, of course. And it's, it's uh, you know, with this day and age Google, you just all you have to do is, is put in uh, Eye of Mine Action Camera, uh, Control Me, or Rick Martin, Rick E. Martin, Photography. So we appreciate that. Thank you, guys. It's been a great show. Thanks. And then I Thanks for having me. You betcha. And I do remind you again, please visit our Facebook. Give us some likes. And if you've got some more questions or information or comments, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd be more than happy to help you out getting your answers. You've gone fishing 